Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome to the weekend, my friends. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander this week. He's going to be back next week. He's down south enjoying the warm weather and playing a little bit of golf. I'm joined by my executive producer by my side here, Johnny Cadillac, taking care of business there. Uh, we've got a shortened show today, just FYI. Husker baseball is coming on. Actually, it's going to be a fun game tonight. Um, they're going to take on Illinois for the first conference opener. But the cool thing is, before the first pitch, they're going to be retiring jerseys they've never done this before. So um, former uh, Nebraska baseball All-Americans and greats, Darren Erstad, Alex Gordon, and Shane Comine are going to have their jerseys retired, which oh, is nice. really cool. So first pitch is at 6 o'clock. Pre-game will be at 5.30. You can hear all of that right here on KLIN. Well, today we're going to be talking about a subject that's impacting millions of people's lives around the country, and it seems to be growing more and more each year, and that is autism. According to the CDC uh, study of 2020, one in 36 children are being do- diagnosed with autism, and that's up from one in 150 just in the year 2000. It's also estimated that 75 million people around the world have autism. And as you can imagine, um, it's not only impacting the person that has autism, but also their loved ones and their caregivers as well. So today I've asked Kathy Martinez, the president of the Autism Family Network here in Lincoln, to join us and really give us a lot more insight and awareness uh, regarding autism. So, Kathy, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Thank you for asking me. Absolutely. I, I'm excited because we got to chat here the last 15 minutes or so, made a lot of connections, realized we're practically neighbors, uh, but you've got a lot of uh, interesting things going on in your life and also this passion really to bring awareness and hopefully a solution for autism. So would you just share with us your story and why you are so passionate about this subject? I'm sure. In 2005, our youngest child, Jacob, was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder at the age of 24 months. Um, So it drastically changed the course of our life. And um, at first we were looking for all the help we could get for him. And we're just kind of lost and floundering and found a nurse at Complete Children's Health that wanted to form a support group, which was the Autism Family Network. Um, So Families and parents could get together and talk and share ideas and maybe um, share best provider information mm-hmm. and things like that. So it um, kind of gave parents a more positive um, uh, resource that we could utilize to help our loved ones. You have, I was on your website, which is autismfamilynetwork.org, correct? Correct. And uh, you have an amazing group of people. You were just telling me, like, you don't take a salary. You're all volunteers. You've got an amazing board of people. How has your, how does your staff, staff help you? Like, how important are they to what you do? Um, we have a large board, and they're primarily either self-advocates or parents of people on the spectrum. And we all pitch together to bring all of these events and make them possible for the community and we do that on a volunteer basis. So all the money we raise from our fundraising can go directly back to families and individuals on the spectrum through the programs we provide. And what do you specifically provide? I mean, I, you've got a lot. Sure. But highlight some of the key ones. Um, we started with a support group. So families could get together and, and swap ideas and share experiences and, and be helpful to one another and provide resource information. And that has grown. We try to address the gaps and barriers in the disability community. And as you can imagine, there are many. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of morphed over the last 15 years. And we now provide not only support groups, 
We provide social clubs for individuals on the spectrum, for small children, for teenagers, for adults, because social deficits are a part of autism. And we provide legislative advocacy, and Mm. we're very instrumental in bills that pertain to people with disabilities. We provide educational advocacy for families that might need some additional um, help with their school district. We provide swim scholarships because drowning is the number one cause of death for individuals. 90%, I think, Yeah, it's 91% of all children with autism who, who die, die by drowning. And in Lincoln, a couple years ago, a, a young boy almost died from drowning. And so we reached out from the Autism Family Network to Josh the Otter. Yeah. We said, we're two local groups. We serve autism. You serve drowning prevention. We need to work together. And they were willing to do that. So we developed swim lessons um, specifically for people with developmental disabilities. And then we also wanted to um, make sure that there was fairness of classes. So people that um, were impoverished, had access to those swim lessons as well. So the Autism Family Network sought grant funding from various organizations to help provide those swim lesson scholarships to families in financial need. We had um, the young man, there were two young men, right, that mm-hmm. helped with the, with the boy, and uh, I actually interviewed him on Drive Time. We had him in with his mom, and what an amazing story. But again, my mind went back, because I was reading and doing some research today, um, where it said the 91% uh, cause of death is because of drowning, because um, the child gets out and and wanders, correct? And that's one of the other services we provide. We also partner with the Lincoln Police Department to provide um, Project Lifesaver, which is a tracking device that individuals who are subject to elopement behaviors can, they can wear this device and it helps find them if they do get out that like my so good my son um is profoundly impacted by autism he's nonverbal, and he does wear a project lifesaver bracelet because he does engage in elopement type behaviors and we want him to be safe and he doesn't recognize dangerous situations um, but it gives families a peace of mind and it's only been deployed once in the four years that not just for my son, but for another family. But they found that individual within 20 minutes. Really? Instead of, you know, these right. massive search parties that take hours or days or in the case of the young boy in, in La Vista that he's been missing for over a year. Uh-huh. Um, and we were able to find that little boy within 20 minutes. So I wish we had seriously, I wish we had one or two hours. Um, I've got so many questions. Why don't you explain to me, because I was telling you before the show, I, I didn't have a lot of education or awareness about autism before knowing that you were going to come on. Mm-hmm. So for our listeners, maybe who may not understand what autism is, what is it and how does it impact a person? Um, autism is a developmental disability or disorder that impacts a person with various char- uh, characteristics. And you need three criteria to have an autism diagnosis. There has to be language or communication deficits, social deficits, and repetitive behaviors. But there are many comorbid um, symptoms that go along with autism that can affect an individual in a variety of ways. And some of those are obsessive compulsive disorder, anxiety um, aggression, sleep disorder, um, self-injury. There's there's lots of different things that kind of come into play with an autism diagnosis, and they present differently with each individual, and that's why it's called a spectrum disorder, because two people with autism won't necessarily exhibit the characteristics the same. How does it impact the family and their loved ones? 
Um, with our family, we've just become very protective of Jake because he's very vulnerable. Um, he's subject to ridicule. He, um, he would do anything anybody told him to do or asked him to do. Um, as I mentioned before, he engages in elopement behaviors and he doesn't recognize danger. He doesn't stop at a stop sign. He wouldn't stop if a car was coming. Um, so we've just kind of rallied around him as a family to protect him. And and maybe that's not the case with all families, right. but it is the case with ours. What kind of financial impact does it have on a family? When my son was first diagnosed, there was no insurance mandate for autism therapy in the state of Nebraska. And so we paid over $60,000 out of pocket mm. for things such as occupational therapy, speech therapy, and behavior modification treatments for him for the first four years. And it did bankrupt our family, ultimately. Mm. But my husband and I agreed that we could um, face the financial burden that came with it, but I couldn't have Jake become a 40-year-old that had to be institutionalized and always think back, would he have been more successful had we given him the treatment that he needed? And so we were okay with with bankruptcy. That mm -hmm. was the better of the two options. Um, but then it forced us to become very politically active and legislatively active and ensure that other families didn't have to endure that financial hardship or that decision of helping your child and and facing bankruptcy to help your child. So we did pass in 2014 the autism insurance mandate. So in the state of Nebraska, now autism treatment is covered. Mm. We were the 36th state to provide that. So important. And this is why, if you're listening today, this is why I am so passionate about helping people get their story out because you can't have empathy or understand or even um, uh, take that step of serving and providing for other people if you don't understand what they're going through. And I appreciate you just being open and transparent. It's uh, 519. We're talking with Kathy Martinez, president of the Autism Family Network on Drive Time Lincoln, 1499 KLIM. Let's talk about, um, we've got a few minutes here. You've got a lot of activities coming up. Obviously, we just talked about the financial needs and the emotional needs and the connection needs. Let's talk about some of these events that really provide support for uh, the network. Um, sure. Our big event, um, our biggest fundraiser of the year is our 5K, which will be at the Lancaster Event Center at 9 a.m. on April 15th. And you can find more information on our website, autismfamilynetwork.org. And there, um, the registration information either online or you can download a paper registration and mail that in to us. And if we receive those by March 30th, you get a T-shirt and a cooling towel and some other fun swag that goes in your runner bag. And that um, that is our biggest fundraiser. So that funds most of our programs for the year. And then this year, we're fortunate to provide an autism conference in Lincoln. And that will be August 19th at the Nebraska Innovation Campus. And that's an all-day event. And we'll have a variety of guest speakers that will talk about um, a multitude of different areas that would be of interest for caregivers or individuals on the spectrum. I, we made a connection. I, um, realized that I had actually watched you, uh, during the mayor's conference in regards to a playground that's being built and you were part of that. So tell us about the playground that's there, um, uh, that you're starting. Sure. Well, a mom in the autism family network came to me about a year and a half ago and asked how I could help her get more 
playground equipment specific for individuals with disability because Lincoln didn't really have any. And there were two wheelchair swings at the time, and one was broken, and she was just seeking funding or maybe a connection um, with somebody that um, was in our government that would help, or with the Parks Department. So I reached out to my city councilman in Northeast Lincoln, James Michael Bauer, Mm -hmm. and he assisted us and found funding for us through the uh, city council and then connected us with the Lincoln Parks and Rec Department, and they were willing to talk about not just in having some inclusive pieces and parallel play pieces in Lincoln, but actually making parks that were fully inclusive. And so we have received that large grant, and now we have all the money to begin the first park, which will be at Mahoney on 70th and Fremont. And it will be an enclosed park, correct, as far as, uh, is it like fencing or just so that you have some protective barriers? Yes, and that's a problem for families that have children that engage in in elopement behaviors. It's very risky to take them out into into areas, especially where there's lots of people and congestion and you lose line of sight. So this will be the first inclusive playground i believe in the state of nebraska that's fully enclosed by fencing to protect individuals on the spectrum well congratulations on that that's Thank a you. that's a um that's a big achievement that are, that's going to help thousands of people are there other cities looking at doing the same type of thing um, i know hickman is working on one and york is also working on one and i believe hastings nice mm-hmm. let's talk about your again how do how can people get in touch with you get more information about the walk the in run you have coming up and other activities you have like the conference they can email me at autism family network lincoln at gmail.com or they can find information on our website, autismfamilynetwork.org. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we wrap things up? Um, I don't think so. We covered a lot. We did. Yeah. We did. It was really good. Well, thank you for coming in. Uh, I appreciate your story. want to have you back. I, I, I want to get you on One Shot, One Life, too. I think it would be a great uh, time to be able to get more in-depth with conversation and really find out what you're doing and how that's helping people. So thank you so much, okay. Kathy, for coming in. Thank I, you. I was thinking that as well. I know. I, I like, know. It's going to be really good. One yep. All right. Kathy Martinez, we appreciate her coming in, president of the Autism Family Network here in Lincoln. It's 523, and you're listening to Drive. Time Lincoln on 1499 KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. You're getting the 411 from DTL.
with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back to the show. It's sunny and 56 degrees outside. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander. He's going to be back in the seat on Monday. As a matter of fact, there's a big Husker baseball game um, that's going to start here in just a little bit over a half an hour um, here in Lincoln. Uh, Nebraska is going to be taking on Illinois for the first conference game. Here's the cool thing about that. They are retiring three jerseys, I think for the first time ever or first time in a long time. Uh, All-American greats Darren Erstad, Alex Gordon, and Shane Comine. Uh, first pitch is at 6, the retiring the jerseys before that, so you want to get out to the stadium before 6 o'clock. And you can hear that game in just a few minutes right here on KLIM. And the weather is going to be a really great night for some baseball out there. Also, for One Shot, One Life, I'm excited we're going to have Mike Chandra on. You know, it's March Madness, Johnny, and we got all kinds of basketball games going on. you got offices that have brackets and all this stuff. Well, the reality is this time during the year is one of the heightened times where a, a lot of people are gambling. As a matter of fact, 68 million people will be gambling during March Madness alone. And along come with, come, uh, with that comes, you know, struggling with gambling, gambling problems. Mike's life was nearly destroyed because of gambling. Um, he came out of that and he turned that pain into a passion. And now he is uh, the outreach coordinator at Choices Treatment Center. He's going to share his story. We're going to get a lot more in depth with how impacting and gambling has been in his life. And also now what he's doing to bring awareness and provide great steps to help people uh, if you're struggling in the area of gambling or if you have a loved one that's struggling as well. So that's on One Shot One Life tomorrow, starting at 11 a.m. Weather-wise, well, we're going to wrap up the weekend pretty nice. Today, tomorrow, and Sunday, we're going to be in the 50s, uh, dropping down a little bit on Sunday. Uh, so go out there, enjoy the weather for the weekend. Again, thank you. This has been a short show for Drive Time Lincoln. If you missed the first half of the show uh, with Kathy Martinez, check out the podcast at KLIN.com. Again, thanks to our guest, Kathy Martinez, Johnny Cadillac for producing the show because he always does a great job doing that. Husker Baseball versus Creighton is up next. You've been listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIM. We'll see you tomorrow.